Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul. Today is March 29, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready, and does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are here, if you want to ask any question, please press, uh, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Shraddha? Good, Liam. Hello, this is Shraddha. How are you? Good, um, good, Shraddha. How can I help you? Well, uh, I'm currently working on an H-1B visa in finance role, and uh, mm-hmm. I was offered as an opportunity to work at a startup as a side project in a similar mm-hmm. role. Uh, mm-hmm. Can I do that being on H-1B visa? Yes, you can have, you can work for two companies at the same time, not a problem. The second job could be full-time, could be part-time, could be hourly, and it can even be varying. Sometimes what happens is that they don't know whether they're going to work for 10 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours, or 40 hours. We can put 10 hours to 40 hours. And the company should file something called concurrently filed H-1B for you. And they can put hourly like 10 hours to 40 hours or whatever time that you and your company feel comfortable. And they can pay you per hour, you know, only for the time that you worked. That can be done. And I want you to watch a video called Concurrent Filing H1B. It's there on YouTube from Redeem NPC. It has about 10 minutes. It only describes what are the conditions that are attached to that. Okay. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you. it. Next person, please. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so I have a question regarding my child aging out scenario. Uh, mm-hmm. So I have a priority date of October 2011 and recently mm-hmm. in October 2020, I have filed for the EB3 downgrade mm-hmm. application. Now mm-hmm. my child will turn uh, 21 in December of 2022 mm-hmm. and our H1B, H4 are going to be, have to be uh, okay extended in January 22. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to understand, are we safe because of the dates uh, not to apply for the F1 visa or should we apply for F1 visa? And also because of the, I think there is a rule called, the, I think if I apply, uh, I think H4 and F1 at the same time, whichever is approved at the later stage will become the, I think the visa. So right. I wanted some uh, advice. So, on so, so a couple of things here though. Yeah. You have to apply for the, you have to apply for the H1 extension because yes. of your son's age, because you don't want to take a risk. The strategy right. would be like this for you. Okay. You apply for H1B extension and H4 extension 
six months before the I-94 expires, which will be in June of 2022. Oh, yeah. uh, sorry, when, when is your H1? Sorry, which will be yeah, July of, okay. it will be July, July of 2021. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then what you do is mm-hmm. after you apply and you get the H1B approval, even okay. before the H4 is approved, even before okay. the H4 is approved, I want mm-hmm. you to file the F1 because F1 is taking a long time to get the approval. Okay. You don't do premium processing. You've already followed my directions not to do premium processing, right? Yes, exactly. Yes, I have not. And then, and then what you do is that you wait for the H1 H4 approval and F1 approval. I know what you're speaking about. Whichever is approved, the latest will control. But there yeah, are the final ways... action. Right. I'm speaking about H4 and F1 right now. Yes, yes, yeah. So there are ways to get around that. If the H4 and F1 both get approved and H4 mm-hmm. approves later on though, okay, he can always, okay. your child can always go to Mexico and come back. It's called automatic revalidation. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. So in that way, the F1 will become active. Oh, so they can go to Mexico and come back on F1. Without getting the H1, F1 stamping. Oh, okay. Okay. That will activate their civil system and they will be considered as F1. To reverse okay. the last action rule, that is a process. As far okay. as, as far as the child aging out under the green card is concerned, they don't age even though their F1 might be approved, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though their okay. F1 might be approved, they are still not considered to be in adjustment of status. Okay. Okay. So there is still some problems right now. If the H4 gets approved after the F1 approved, there yeah. are problems. I would, uh, there are, there will, he, the child will face some problems. You have to discuss with the lawyer separately because it's going to be a lengthy discussion though. Uh, for so, now, at this point of time, though, I want mm-hmm. you to file the H1 and H4 approval. Okay. And once the H1B is approved, I want you to consult a lawyer to strategize what to do if okay. you should file the H1, uh, if you should file the F1, which you should file, I think so. And what should okay. be the strategy if the H4 gets approved afterwards, which most probably might not be approved afterwards. So because F1 will be approved. So you may avoid the trip to Mexico. Okay. 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 Okay, Rahul. Yeah. And, and you, you are, you're already preserving your son's age. Even if the F1 gets approved, he doesn't get kicked out of the 485 application. So you're, you're yes. in a better stage for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then. Next Thanks, person, sir. please. Um, Ram Krishna. Ram Krishna. I, I will compensate you for my delay, guys. Uh, I'll wait until, uh, 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 405 or 410. Uh, Ram Krishna, go ahead. Hey Rahul, thank you for giving me an opportunity. Um, uh, my question is that uh, um, I have filed an adjustment of status in last October uh, by downgrading mm-hmm. my I-140 from EB3 to EB3. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I got my receipt sometime in Feb. And after I got the receipts, uh, uh, my, comp- uh, my my attorney had filed for my, my EAD and advanced payroll. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, then what happened is that uh, then uh, the company is bifurcated into two entities. Um, uh, I was moved from an entity where I was holding H1B to a different entity. Yikes. Now, uh, like you know, attorney had sent me an email on last Friday saying that they are recommending my green card restart. Uh, 
I just would like to understand, like, you know, how it is going to affect. Uh, <sighs> yeah, when 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 the company doesn't exist anymore, within 180 days after you file the adjustment of status, or the job doesn't exist within 180 days after the I-485 has filed, your 485 is not valid anymore. Okay. The company That's what they're exist, telling. But, uh, we are well, I don't know whether the job job doesn't exist for you there. Your job doesn't exist, correct? Job yeah. doesn't exist for you there in that particular company. So if yes. that's the true, then your 485 is not valid anymore. Okay. Uh, then I, uh, so the situation is that I just need to wait uh, for the yeah. next. First, yeah. First thing is that you need to file a I-140 amendment right now. I know you file the downgrade. Remember, you file the downgrade application. You have to file the amendment. And once the receipt notice come in, comes in, file the premium processing. Don't file the uh, don't file the amendment and premium processing at the same time. And I have the I-140 approval and you wait for the priority date to become current again. Okay. Unfortunately, that's the only solution that I can tell you. Okay. Let's go to the next person, please. Thank you so Shiva? much. Shiva. Uh, yeah. Hello, Rahul. Uh, thank you. Yes, Shiva. Uh, my question is... Uh, uh, I submitted my EB2 to EB3 downgrade in the October and mm-hmm. uh, as part of report for filing. Currently, my I-140 is still in uh, approval pending status. I wanted to move to the premium processing, but when I noticed the April uh, visa bulletin, EB2 is moving faster than EB3. Should I still go ahead and convert my EB3 downgrade I-140 to premium or shall I wait for some more time? No, you should still have this premium processing approved. If you want this 485 to be active, this underlying I-140 must be approved under all circumstances. Even if you want to move by interfiling to go to EB2, you need this I-140 to be approved. I have, you know, other than the child becoming 21, you have no reason you should file a premium processing immediately. Okay. Thank you. Okay. The reason is that if you, if, if the, if the EB2, if, if the EB2 becomes current, even if you want to interfile though, if this underlying I-140 is denied or something happens to it, you are screwed up big time. You're screwed up. Your 485 is gone. So that's the reason you still need this I-140. Next person, Pooja. Thank you. Hello, Rahul. Thank you for uh, giving me an opportunity. Sure. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, so I had spoken to you earlier also. And um, what happened is my husband has an uh, approved H1B uh, with mm-hmm. validity August 2023. Um, mm-hmm. And I filed uh, extension of H4 and EAD back in August 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of those are still pending. So I traveled mm-hmm. to India in January and I got a new visa. And mm-hmm. I took the advice and sent the documentation to USCIS saying, this is my new visa and please attach it to the pending EAD application. Uh, mm-hmm. But you had all advised on filing a new EAD application. Yes, I did. Uh, whichever comes uh, approved first. Uh, mm-hmm. But I spoke to the attorney who filed the previous EAD and she's mm-hmm. saying that if EAD at the same time, two, if you have two EADs in pending status with USCIS, they will by default deny one of them. And that will yes. stay on your record. Yeah. Let them deny. What's the big fault? They will so, deny. Absolutely, they will deny. 
does that negatively affect like if i no, go ahead with your comment you one no and then no, it does not it does not negatively affect you just because you have the second ead approval once the c they will approve one ead whichever comes first they will approve it the second ead they will look into it they will deny it it won't affect you it won't affect you uh, in any negatively in any way uh, not even in future ead filings no nope. no it okay. won't affect you okay all right thank you and rahul i had one more thank question uh, mm-hmm. in between i'm waiting for ead application to be approved if my husband changes a job because he's planning to do that and if he gets another h1b file what happens to my pending applications and what do i need to do ah i i would as a defense i would like you to file h4 and ead one more time most probably you may not need it most probably it may be denied both of those things may be denied but i would still want you to do that because one thing is that when they see the h ah, i'm thinking the second ead should be approved irrespective irrespective so you may not need the third h4 plus ead that's a judgment call that you can make if i were you i would file the third h4 uh, the third ead and h4 if h4 that's absolutely visa already i know but his what happens is that when they go back to the previous h1b they see the underlying h1b denied they may deny the h4 immediately without issuing an rfp they may no previous h1b he's h1b approved right he doesn't have any pending h1b applications no but the company withdraws the h1b uh uh-huh. so the second second h4 ead should be approved or sometimes they may issue an rfp on it hey your husband's h1b is denied so that's the reason i want to be cautious and file the third one but i'll be very surprised if the second h4 ead will be denied so it's up to you if you want to rely on the second ead or you just want to file a third h4 plus ead it's up to you i mean that's too much of the money ead i understand you should file it but h4 plus ead again right now it's a judgment call i mean i i would i would be fine either way okay all right and these okay. applications of in march it's been 8 months but there is no update on that uh yeah it's a nightmare it's going on with everybody there is nothing anybody can do right now let's go to the next caller please thank you mahesh uh yeah hi rahul uh, i have uh, one question uh, mm-hmm. i have my uh, uh, approved uh, i797 but i am uh, my employer lost it uh, the approved w- original copy so i will like mm-hmm. to go to the visa interview uh, in april mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. is it mandatory to have like original document for the visa interview and also at the port of entry we have sent several people in this kind of scenario where people went to the consulate without the 797 we haven't seen any comments from them back nobody ever got denied nobody ever got entry denied because the 797 is not there we haven't seen that so uh, so like uh, the chance like uh, the copy is sufficient right for the interviewer like, as i said the... recent i have heard about 50 to 60 people that went and nobody had any problem as of now in the past 2 to 3 years that used to be a problem before 2000 because of some other issues that we used to have in those days but i don't i didn't see that as an issue in the past 10 years i've never seen that as an issue 
and follow up okay. question like so uh, like uh, can we verify the pims like uh, because like uh, how how can we pims can is, we... pims pims is different though pims is different pims is whether or not your company your company has filed a duplicate h1b approval uh, the duplicate h1b filing that has nothing to do with this one and like okay. i have my company already filed a uh, duplicate approval in december so i can do, 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 do duplicate uh, i mean i mean to say duplicate h1b filing i mean when they file the h1b we make two copies of the h1b that's what i meant by pims as far as the um, duplicate filing this which is i24 that doesn't matter whether you filed or not that doesn't matter okay. whether or not the company filed when they filed two h1bs one on top one on top copy we normally file two that is where pims comes into picture though but otherwise it doesn't come into picture okay okay thank you yeah. Jaipal. Hey Rahul, good evening. Uh, Rahul, I have a few questions. Uh, one is like, um, I'm currently in L1B. Um, my employer uh, tried to put from L1B to L1A that conversion got denied. I got the status uh, over the website today only. Um, so I just want to understand like what are the other options that I have. uh which got denied elwin uh, which got elwin b to elwni conversion got denied even though i when had a managed your... experience overseas yeah when was when is your elwin b expiring uh, my elwin uh, b expired on february uh, 28 and the max of elwin uh, b is 15th june 21 did they file an extension for elwin b no not it so instead of filing so you... elwin then what they did is they filed the l1b to l1a conversion that's uh, well you are not in legal status right now you have to leave the country you don't have the 60 day grace period either because your i94 expired in february of 2021 okay so it means you have to, to go you have to leave the country and then try to come back on l1b or did they applied for the h1b in the lottery Oh, I have one, uh, which means like with a different employer, I have one H1B approved and um, that also got expired like uh, August 2019. So uh, when you say not... you have a H1B, H1B approved, uh, mm-hmm. did, is it with the I-94 or without the I-94 that it got approved? With, with, with I-94. With so I-94. What is, uh, yeah, I just stepped out of the country and revalidated my L1B status during that time. Aha. So, Good. So you're counted towards the H1B number. You can come back in H1B with any company, though. Okay. So which means, like, I have to step out and come back in H1B, isn't it? That is right. You have to step out and come back in H1B. Okay. You can uh, use that H1B, even though your H1B expired. You can use that to come back on any company's H1B right now. Okay. Excellent. And one other question is currently, uh, one, uh, for my wife, by twenty twenty two, like H1B, one of the employer filed for my wife. I just want to find out, like, is she allowed to? Stay legally, or she has to come um, support. Is she an L two visa? Yes, she's an L two visa. That that expired in February. Even though her H one B might be selected in the lottery, she cannot stay in the country based on that selection because the selection, the H one B starts on October first. So there's a gap okay. period between February, or at least from March onwards, to all the way to October. So she still have to leave the country. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Next, yeah. next person, please. Robin. Hello Rahul, thank you for taking the time and answering these questions. Uh, sure. This is regarding my wife case. Uh, she was on H one till December twenty eighteen, 
and mm-hmm. uh, she moved to H4 on December uh, 2018 uh, on that pi- at that time and she was on H4 from that period to till now and she has mm-hmm. her five years left on her previous H1 six year time frame and uh, since and we filed for H4 and H4 EAD extension sometime in November 2020 but due to delays mm-hmm. i'm not expecting her to get approved before may because her current H4 is expiring in may Mhm my my H1B is approved uh, in November and as a premium process till uh, 2023 so i am in a good mm-hmm. state so for mm-hmm. her our employer applied for perm application in august 2020 mm-hmm. and we are hoping that will get approval in next this uh, next one or two weeks for the august cases that's what i'm seeing in the current thing. right mm-hmm. so if it gets approved and our employer is ready to file the i140 premium processing can she file i140 premium processing and also her h1 because she she has 5 months left on previous 6 years of h1 can she file both in premium processing and at least get h1 approved in next uh, end of this month so that she can be still working once her h4 expires so so are you are you contemplating when they file the h1b to get it for 5 months or are you contemplating to get it for 3 years it doesn't matter as long as she gets approved 5 months i'm fine because once her when 140 gets approved i got it can... i got it right right i got the point so why wait right now why can't you file for the 5 months of h1b right now starting from do... may can we do that why not okay what is preventing you to doing it no i don't know because her perm is under the processing so i don't know whether well, i can, not... can forget about the perm though Okay. You said that she has five months of uh, H-1B left, is right? Yes, sir. So it doesn't matter whether the perm is pending or not. She's okay. entitled for the five months of H-1B, which okay. to, so you can apply for May of 2021 to five okay. months, which is October of 2021. In the meantime, okay. you get the I-140 approval. Okay, and then, and file, then for the- file for the H-1B extension. If okay. the H-4 EAD comes in. you don't even have to file for the you don't even have to file for the extension okay sounds good you see my point uh, yes sir yeah that's what i was thinking yeah. that i just want to confirm double confirm because we asked the same question to attorney but we didn't get a proper answer they were keep saying that we're going to file h140 and then once 140 is approved we're going to file for h1 extension see, that's what see, the reason is that the reason the reason i was asking that question is because they don't want to do two h1bs one for 5 months one for 3 yeah. years afterwards that's an extra okay. expenditure for them that's the reason why they are saying hey let me get the i140 approval and then i'm going to file for 3 years okay but if you are going for only 5 months you don't have to worry about the labor certification completely you just go yeah. for it okay but under the current circumstances we are in april right now so i would just file it even if this get approved i140 should get approved oh, i don't know how long it's going to take it's so heading very close yeah I would just file the five months extension. One of the reason I would do it is that your H4 EAD might her H4 EAD might come through, and then she's safe. After that, you don't even have to worry about the H1B. Completely, you can ignore it. So, okay. okay. Next, follow up question here. Next, one question. go ahead. Uh, let's say if her H1 is approved before May or before May, and her mm-hmm. H4 gets approved sometime in October before part of this H1 term. Uh, term Whichever H4... is approved recently, whichever okay. is approved latest recently, that means that if the H4 most probably H1 will be approved in May, and right. the H4 will be approved afterwards, so it, H4 will be active. Okay, sounds good. And there are, and... there are there are ways just in case if we want to switch around H1 to H4, H1 to H4, H4 to H1, 
She can go to Mexico, have a coffee, come back, switch to H1. She can go to Mexico, come back, switch to H4. She can do that. It's called automatic revalidation. She doesn't need to have a passport stamping. Let's go to the next caller. Thank you, you, sir. Hi, Rahul. This is Nitya here. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. So my question is, uh, I'm an H1B and I'm nearing Mm -hmm. Max out. My month was June 2021. For some reasons, we stopped my GC. Uh, I've anyways filed my H4. My spouse is working and he has mm-hmm. his I-140. Good. I filed my H4 uh, last October, but mm-hmm. I've done my X. I'm still waiting for both H4 and EAD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have an offer full-time, but I want to keep some of my H1 remaining so that mm-hmm. I can get, I mean, I can request the company to start the firm and then do 140 later. So, so when you requested the H four, what start date you put it there? Uh, I have requested the date I filed, but I'm still on my H one. I'm still. Working. You can quit H. You can quit if you want to. I understand, right but I mean, how much? I it's another two months. So, do I have to leave two months, or is there any specific limit I should keep? I normally only want one week at the max. I don't need two months though. I only say one day, but at least to be on the safer side, one week is good enough. Okay, but how do we prove that I've saved some of my uh, H1 uh, days? Well, you you resign. You have a copy of the resignation. What if I the current company I'm in uh, asks me to continue with my EAD without resigning and ask me to work till? But the did, you don't have an EAD. You don't have an EAD. I don't, but it's already six months. So I'm expecting no, any time. If the, if you get an EAD, you're out of H1 anyway. If not, can I continue until at least the last week? I would recommend that you leave one week. One week with a resignation. One week with a resignation or termination. I don't know how you count it as. And make sure that you have an evidence of that. That's it. Okay, so some evidence that I've left the company or I'm not on their payroll. That's right. That's all you need. You don't need any specific proof of evidence. They normally don't ask those things. So if you have a resignation, if you exhaust. If I exhaust all my H1, I will not be eligible for I-140. It's not that you're not eligible for the H1B extension. Again, there are some officers who feel that way that you must have at least one day. I don't want you to spend extra money on lawyers because of that one week. Leave it for me. What's a big deal? Okay. Why, okay. Do, why do you want to feed the lawyers? I mean, you should try not to feed them much. They're becoming no, big. Okay. The reason is because the current company is also asking me to work till the last week and not quit. No, I, I just, yeah, I would, I would recommend just quit after one week, man. That's all. It's, if not, you can feed us and we'll do a good job for you. Don't worry. It just, to be honest, some of the, some of the officers are, are asking that they have seen some denials. We have got it reversed. I just don't want to play with the edge of a knife, but if you still want it and you're still insisting that your company wants it, there is nothing I can do right now. Um, it's up to you. Okay. A little okay, more. Let's go to them. Um, my company allows a loss of pay. So do I have to really Whether- quit or? Whether you do, you should not work and you should not get paid. Whether they call it as a loss of pay, what they call it, it's up to them. But these two conditions cannot work, cannot get paid. 
Okay, That's true. The next caller, please. Hello. Um, so thank you, sir, for taking my call. Uh, so I applied for 485 in EB2 in October, and I applied for 140 successor in interest. Um, so my wife's 485 got rejected because of some problem with filling out the forms. Um, assuming that I get my advance parole uh, shortly and we want to go to India, uh, I want to know if it's possible for my wife to go for stamping and she comes back on H4 and I come back on H on advance parole or would I also have to go for stamping? I would recommend that you go for stamping. There are some exceptions available where you can still retain the H1B. There are some exceptions available, but I don't want you to risk that. If you want to discuss about it, I want you to consult a lawyer about it, okay? Uh, but at this point of time, I want you to go for stamping. Okay, so... Uh, my my advice my my advice to you, did you refile for your wife or you did not? Yeah, I, I, just, I just got an invitation from USCIS to a refile. So I'll be refiling in the next couple of days. Okay. Refile it. My my suggestion is, can you avoid this trip right now with all this thing going on? Is it absolutely yeah. essential for you? Yeah, uh, we would we would like to go, but if you think there's a lot of risk, and, and my, my H1Bs have always been pretty safe. I'm a mechanical engineer, work for a mechanical engineering firm since the past I would, years. I would, yeah. uh, for it for your free filing for it for again right now. And you're going for H1B and H4 stamping. I would really appreciate if you would avoid going outside the country right now. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so one, one more question I have is, um, if, if, if I'm right now, my, uh, the priority dates are progressing pretty fast. And, and let's say I have applied, I applied, refile for my wife's 485 and her uh, application is still in progress. And, and if I get my, uh, if I get my green card and stuff, so what happens to her status? If her status is pending with the USCIS, it will be adjudicated accordingly though. Okay. So, um, if the, if the, if it is not pending, what you do is that if the final action date becomes current for you, refile her application one more time. Firstly, so so I I got this I got this letter today from USCIS. It says uh, it says uh, please reapply uh, if we, we rejected your application uh, and if you want you can refile it. So if you don't mind, can you blacken your wife's information and send it to me because I haven't seen that though. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would really uh, like to share. I would like to share that. That's that's even good. Uh, that they're sending those things though. Um, what I'm, what, what, what I have noticed is that when we refiled it, they are accepting the application. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah, we'll do that. Just yeah. black it, black it your wife's name, confidential information, email it so that I can put it out to other people to look at it. Thank you very much sure. for the information. Yeah. Next you, person. You send it, send it to your email address or? My email address, yes. Oh, thanks. It'll be given in chat to you by Leo. Thank you very much. Next okay. person, please. Bonnie? Hi Rahul, thanks for this opportunity. Sure. Uh, my H4 is expiring in a month and I have filed for change of status from uh, for H4 to F1. It's been more than five months in Potomac Center. I haven't heard mm-hmm. any response. Um, so after my I-94 expiry, can I continue my studies while I wait for the decision or I cannot? Did you, did you, did you file for your H4 extension or you did not? No, I did not. I just filed her H4 to F1 change of status. 
when is your husband's h one b expiring um uh we are actually separated so i don't have any okay. idea the, this the problem here is you have to apply for a b2 visa though the rule says that um, if you um if you are out of status before the f1 is approved though they will not approve the f1 visa that's the reason you have to apply for a called interim b2 visa application yeah but even that is a change of status finding which is i539 that is also going to take some time right so all these things you're going to file one f1 you're going to file one b2 you may have to file second b2 application all these three things will be approved on the same day they will club together and approve okay. it you can, okay. you and if they see that your i94 is expired you have not filed an extension your f1 will be denied okay but uh, for filing b1 or b2 it has to be 45 days before the i94 expiry no it is within the 45 days it's not oh, with okay. before 45 days you can apply even one day before also Oh okay but even if that is in processing that is okay but we have to file for b1 or b2 b yeah b2 b2 is what you need to file okay b2 and i can continue yeah. my studies you can if they allow you to continue you can okay okay thank you so which much it's normally it's okay. normally allow you to continue i'll take the oh, last last uh, last uh, audience please last one santosh it's about Hi, hi Rahul. Santosh, uh, good. Yeah, hi Rahul. My priority date is uh, May twenty third, two thousand eleven. In EB two, mm-hmm. I applied for EB two to EB three downgrade in uh, November twenty twenty. I am thinking mm-hmm. to apply for I one forty premium process as well, but my employer said that if I get my EB three, I mean the downgrade EB three gets approved, then he cannot keep both eb2 and db3 so just un- trying to understand is that true why can't he keep it why can't he keep it uh he was saying that uh, he has to run uh, like a double payroll kind not, of thing no not not needed at all there is some misconception that they have to run they don't have to run two payrolls absolutely the job is the same the job never changed all we are okay. certifying is instead of you you can climb 100 sl- stair 100 floors in one hour well we are just certifying you can do it in, uh, you can do 50 floors in one hour for that they don't have to do anything you're good absolutely no problem they don't have to pay you two times they don't have to feed oh. you chicken two times you're fine okay i also have one more question i see that eb2 final action dates are moving faster and i also see in a uscis attorney in a youtube channel saying that even in may 21 visa bulletin the dates eb2 will be moving a few months and it would be like a rapid movement so in that case uh, should like if if my eb2 also gets like final action dates get current like maybe in in couple of months so should i file 485 and 765 again for from uh, you, you don't have to you don't have to there is something called interfiling that you can do it will it is very simple thing called interfiling and okay. with that interfiling you should be able to get the things you don't have to refile the entire thing you can do the interfiling now how active the uscis is going to take the interfiling and convert it to eb2 is a different issue though sometimes it may take a long time for them to do it but you don't have to do you, you don't have to file the for it again you can just do the interfiling okay. 
Yeah, so I will also recommend my employer to file for I-140 premium processing, the downgrade one. Absolutely, you have to file it. You have to file it. The reason is that even if the EB-2 moves though, if you, if your company withdraws the I-140 before it's approved the EB-3, your 485 will be trashed out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, Leo, yes. can you give uh, the gentleman my email address in the Stop chat, please? I gave it to him. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yes, uh, the you. next uh, the next one will be tomorrow at eleven thirty. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.